0: Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money FM 89.3. Good evening. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Raushan. Big
1: news. Singapore are through to the World Cup qualifiers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just keeping things real, but Singapore are through to the World Cup qualifiers. 3-1 victors over two legs against Guam. The most recent one played out on Tuesday afternoon. Quite cool to have a lunchtime kickoff, I must say.
0: Yeah, um, and you know, you saw the first game, which was here in Singapore, a good friend of ours, I think we can call him friend, right? Uh, Managed to score a goal.
1: Yeah, I'm guessing you're referring to Jacob Jacob Mahler Mahler. rather than the guest we have in studio, because when we talk Singapore football, there's only one man we can bring into that conversation, and he's with us in the studio. Deepan Rajganesan from Straits Times Sports. Desk. Deepan, how are you doing?
2: I'm good. Of course, after a win, you can only feel good. Uh, I'm sure we'll discuss the various factors behind the win, but thanks for having me. Uh, how how are you feeling about the new
0: look Singapore side? So I know it's still so early days, right? But how are you feeling about all of it?
2: Yeah, I'm not sure about new look. I mean, new players, of course, who have come into uh, the starting eleven. I think fresh faces in Lionel and Jacob uh, definitely bodes well for the near-term future. Uh, but I think overall... Uh, It's not much of changes. I think Nishigaya has been there for for some time now, over a year. Uh, We don't still see much of a difference in terms of anything progressive, anything good for Singapore football.
1: Deeper, we'll deep dive into the Nishigaya topic in a while. But first, talking about the result itself, 1-0 against Guam in Guam. We talked at halftime, we've caught up before this recording. Wasn't great viewing, but the result gets the job done, I guess.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, in, in these two-legged matches, I think what really matters is progressing to the next round. I think uh, the carrot was always there, which is, you know, you, you get matches against South Korea, Thailand and China. Yeah. Uh, these are the things that should motivate you as a player. So I think motivation was sky high. I think you saw from the commitment levels of the players. But I think what the worry is here is that... you. It's a bit of a struggle against Guam. Mm. Uh, this is Guam that we are talking about, right and no no disrespect to them as a nation, as them uh, to them as a as a footballing country, but they are second bottom in uh, in AFC in yeah. the Asian Confederation. I think only Sri Lanka are beneath them in terms of the rankings yeah. that really tells you everything that you need to know and then we are Singapore who are quite serious about football. We may not seem like it, but we are serious about football. Yeah. Uh, and, and it just doesn't make for great viewing when you struggle uh, against opponents like that. And that was what it was in the second league. I think first first league, you could say that we missed a lot of uh, good chances. It could have been maybe three, four, five, one even. Uh, but in the second league, I thought it was a bit of a struggle. Yes, I think the weather played a part. We saw players having uh, cooling towels around their necks uh, during water breaks. But this is not the kind of performance you want heading into a, a second round against teams like China. Thailand and South Korea.
0: Oh, wow. That's going to be fun. I am no local football expert, but I'm getting the sense that uh, it it gives me the vibe of how, you know, 13 years ago, England celebrating a 1-0 win over Luxembourg, Euro (laughs) 2000 qualifiers. We're getting ahead of ourselves then, yeah?
2: Yeah, I mean, when you look at a result (laughs) like this, a victory, it's very hard to then say that it's disappointing and all, but I, I cannot move away from that because you got to put everything in context. And at the end of the day, this is Guam that we're talking yep. about. Uh, I, I was telling, I was watching this game with a colleague of mine and I told him, oh, imagine Thailand or Vietnam playing against these guys. These guys would get smashed. Thailand, Vietnam would give no mercy. I think it would be 6 seven, zero easily. Mm, mm. So that's the kind of standard. I'm not talking about Asian level. I'm talking about Southeast Asian yep. teams that would have smashed Guam. Again, no disrespect, but we are not at the level yet to be talking about Guam in a disrespectful sense because this is our level. Okay, so I have the pleasure of uh, watching Rahan conduct a panel with you and two other guests about local
0: football. Nishigaya is a name that was brought up. I know Raushan is going to deep dive into it. Uh, but just very, very broadly put, I, I know everything that you're saying, but it- is it enough of a step forward or it's so straightforward, a step forward, I you don't deserve credit for even taking a step forward.
2: Yeah, I don't know but deserve no credit. I think certainly credit uh, has to be given because I think it took effort from from the players. Uh, I I think they really did toil hard for this result. But the fact that they had to toil hard for the result uh, shows you that things are not all too well in the Singapore national team infrastructure. I think we will get better. We have to get better because... These displays, you know, it wouldn't make for good reading if you play, you know, higher-level opponents.
1: Now, to your point about Nishigaya, I understand the criticism, but in the two matches, he showed a bit of tactical nows to make the substitutions, even going back to Chinese Taipei. So, does he maybe deserve some semblance of credit for in-game management, at least?
2: I think, Roshan, you could be in the dugout and you could uh, make those changes. Oh, and the on. No, no, because I think... Yes, you you give him credit for making those changes, especially for the second leg, where you know Iqbal and Shawal did combine for for that goal. But at the end of the day, you know you pick from what you have. I think any coach would have been be able to make a better reading of, of this result because mm. there, there was nothing to shout about in this second leg. You know there was no semblance of identity, a semblance of the eleven players on the pitch knowing what they were doing. It was more like eleven individuals who mm. went out there and said. Hey, I'm gonna give my all and we're gonna get the win. Yes, you could see that, but there was no creativity, there was no structure. Mm. And these are the things that baffle me. When yeah. if you can't show these things against a Guam. Yeah. A Guam. <sighs> Then, okay. you know, we are, we are in dangerous territory here. Yeah. And, and Raushan can
0: make those decisions in a dugout. He sent me on as a substitute once. I intercepted a dangerous pass. <laughs> I,
2: just, I just want to see. I've always known he has got a technical side in
0: him. But could, you, could you give us an insight into what goes on in the Straits Times uh, sports room? I mean, we are obviously talking about this um, just after the match. Of course, this is airing a little bit later on. Um, what? How? How are we putting the headline together for the papers? I mean, is it a struggle to decide? Okay, let's celebrate Singapore football, but hey, I gotta put a reality on it. What? What goes on editorially
2: right now? Yeah, so I think a headline will always have to reflect the overall theme and not just uh, the result. So it can't be like Singapore has won Guam because any any guy who sees live score, yeah, it's a dirt thing, right? Yeah. So. I think, uh, for example, the first leg, I think what was really the the story was that a late goal, you know, changed the narrative because a 2-0 win would have been good. So I had to put that as the headline that a late goal, Mars, Singapore's uh, victory. So similarly for today, I think you've got to reflect the fact that, yes, Singapore are true to the next round of the qualifiers, which is the main talking point. But it wasn't a convincing mm. victory. I think that would what be the thing that, and usually mm. the writer decides the headline. Okay, uh, but it's always approved by someone uh, who edits the story yeah. who yeah. will have the final say in these things.
1: Now, the reason I'm chuckling is because that late goal by Guam in the first leg had deepened scrambling, and I I live for those <laughs> moments just to see him scramble a little. Speaking of scrambling, looking ahead in November, we're gonna start playing the big boys right: South Korea await, Thailand await, China await. Is this merely going to be? just mixing around with the big boys and hosting them in our backyard, clocking up air miles? Or is there a semblance of hope? Can Singapore get a scalp or two?
2: Realistically, it's very hard for me to sit down here and tell you that you... Japan nil nil. But that was a very different time. I thought we had players at that time to eke out a, a tactical result. And that was what he was. He was, you know, back ex- backs against the wall. And it was a and tactical, an incredible goalkeeper. Uh, incredible goalkeeper who could who was, save us from meteorites. It was his best night of <laughs> yeah, his life, you know. Yeah. Uh, you might not always get that. Uh, to answer your question, I think <laughs> these are the games players have got to dream of playing in. Okay. You know, a game against South Korea at a World Cup venue. Uh, a game against South Korea at your home turf in front of Singaporeans. These are the games that you want to play in. Do we have the quality to match up against them? Definitely not. Uh, do we have the quality to match up against the China? I don't think so. Mm. So you need a good coach to you know get the best out of the boys and give a performance that Singaporeans are proud of watching. And this does not mean that you know Singapore can lose five zero and you can't not be proud of the performance. Mm. I think you can lose games for five nil, but you can still come away for games saying we did our best. We tried. You know, True. Singapore really really gave the best, and I think that's what we want. You talk about me being able to make
1: substitutions from the dugout. Deepen should be giving the team talk in the dressing room, boy, galvanising. Now we talk about dreams (laughs) and stuff like that. The reality is very much that Nishigaya is still the coach. As promised, my question to you is, will he still remain the coach come November when we play the big boys?
2: Let let me put it this way. Um, Singapore against South Korea, I think it's an away game to start off the, the second round of World Cup qualifiers. I'll be shocked if it's Nishigaya in the dugout when wow. the game starts. Uh, based on what I'm hearing, I'll be very surprised if, if Nishigaya is the national coach for those round two qualifier, qualifying matches. Because I think these performances don't lie. Yeah. At the end of the day, you can get a win, but the performances do not lie. I don't think the players are fully behind the coach in terms of buying what he wants to do. In, in, For starters, I don't even understand. I don't even think they understand what they are supposed to do under uh, Coach Nishigaya. So I'll be very surprised if Nishigaya is there. But you know, football works in mysterious ways. You never know what happens. It's not straightforward. There's compensation, there's all these other things you got to factor in. Let's see what happens in November. And that was a Dipin Raj Romano moment, wasn't it?
1: It? <laughs> it was, but no Romano moment is complete unless I ask him. Yeah. He's privy to information. Oh. Who's on the shortlist? <laughs>
0: oh.
2: Yeah. Roshan always puts me on the spot. Yeah.
1: I, I
0: quite I, like I seeing you on the <laughs> spot. I quite, I quite like that. Let's just say
2: let's just say this. You know, I, I don't think it's been too long since uh we were searching for a coach in the mm. first place when Nishigaya when got appointed. I think the same names come into the frame again. And to me, who better at the moment than Albrecht's coach? You know? I, I think he has shown, you know, that he knows the players. It's an infrastructure he has worked in. Yeah. He's yeah. a good coach. He's worked in the J League system as well. He's there, you know, why not him? Wow. I, I usually read
1: the straight styles for this one in particular. I'm going to subscribe to your Twitter feed just oh to gosh. keep abreast of the details. We're obviously talking about Albrecht's coach, Kazuaki Yoshinaga.
0: Now, Devan, you talked about, you use the word dream quite a lot. Uh, and, and we talked about uh, Nishigaya as well, but... From the two legs that we just witnessed, should any players or should us as Singaporeans dream that any particular individual is gonna have a stellar run and be
2: the next big hope for Singapore? It's it's very, very hard to answer that because I, I think when you are in when, when you're playing in a settled team, a team that knows what okay. it is doing, okay. it's easier to pick out individuals and say, Hey, you know, he's got that wow. about him. Um You see, for, for today's performance yep. itself, someone like Ilhan fundy didn't come across looking very sharp yes you know he's, he's dealt with injuries but in a proper system mm. someone like Ilhan Fundy someone like Iksan Fundy coming in, coming back into the team you see the plan you right? see the plan yeah. a, a coach watching those games okay. against South Korea will say hey Iksan and Ilhan belong at a higher level mm. we might just be interested in him and, and that's the, the strength of a team that plays or has an identity because you get all these guys who have got like very good potential shining through but in this team, you're not going to shine much because you don't even know what you're doing. I, I feel like it's it's saying that you know you've
0: had criticism. You want to succeed in Singapore football, go and play overseas. But if the Singapore so-called football management doesn't even want to let you look good or help you look good,
1: how are you going to succeed? Yeah, exactly, right? It's a chicken and egg situation. we are not given the platform. But either way, guys, Singapore are through to the World Cup qualifiers. Let's end the conversation on that note and try and hope for the best, I guess. We've been speaking to Deepan Raj Ganesan, Straits Times sports reporter. Deepan, as always, it's a pleasure.
0: Thank you. Sports Minutes on Money FM 89.3.